Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Gotta make hay while the sun shines. What's this? This is Hello, Sunshine. What if by sharing our stories, we could change the world? Welcome to Hello, Sunshine. Hello and welcome back to My Best Breakup, the show about the breakups that transform our lives. Because sometimes the best beginnings start with an ending. I'm your host, Maeve Higgins, and I am so excited for you to hear today's show. First, I need to get you in the right mood. Imagine you're not on the subway. You're not in your kitchen washing dishes. Instead, you're sitting in an audience. In front of you is a sparkly curtain, a grand piano, and me, Mariah Carey. I mean, Maeve Higgins. I look amazing, as always. And I'm asking you to picture this scene because today's conversation was recorded as part of our live show at the Green Space in New York City. Honestly, it felt like a secret night because it was the city's first snowstorm that evening. Everybody arrived in, stomping their feet and blowing on their hands to warm up. And then we all cozied down and started to get into it. And because I love all of you so much, I wanted to make sure everybody got to hear this secret night, not just the lucky people who live in New York. So, let's give it up for the host of My Best Breakup, Now, as a live performer, I know that this can really go one way or the other, and that is bad or good. And I promise you, it went really well. I was so happy. My guest is Ashley C. Ford. You may know her from her inspiring and hilarious Twitter feed or from her beautifully smart writing. Now, before the show, we talked to Ashley. We said, you know, is there any specific breakup that's really high on your mind at the moment? And she's recently broken up a processed dairy. And we said, that's too painful to talk about. (laughs) I just felt for her. It's just too raw. But when it came down to her best breakup, she knew exactly which one she wanted to talk about. My best breakup was probably breaking up with um, a young man named Kelly Stacy Mm -hmm. after we had been dating for about three months because he was coming to New York to have an internship to work at, he was at the Bowery Poetry Club when that was open and he was also interning. Money is interning at a poetry club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the poet's house. So, you know, oh um, but he was interning there. Spoiler, Kelly is now my husband. <laughs> yeah, I'm married as fuck. <laughs> But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Let's go back to where this love affair really started, back when they were both at college in Muncie, Indiana. We met in 2010 Mm -hmm. in a class. I was not thinking about Kelly, but apparently he noticed me immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, Not surprising. (laughs) Like, have you seen me? I look like the brown Eminem. I'm delicious. (laughs) Um, Oh, I thought you meant um, Eminem, the rapper. (laughs) And I was like, no, you don't. I 100% do not look like that Eminem. 
I look like the candy. You're pretty. I was like, you don't look like candy. I'm incredibly pretty. Like the candy. She's really pretty and really smart. Have you seen the brown M&M? She's pretty and smart. Like, that's her thing. Is she the one And she's round and brown, like me. Look at this face. She's so round. I mean, I love my face, but it is round. I look like an M&M. It's fantastic. Does she have, like, little little lips? Like, is she, like, they're, always pouting? Like, I mean, maybe they're little for an m M&M. and I always thought they were kind of big for an m M&M. and um, I'm really into it. I love, love, love the way she looks. I'm very into yeah, her. Yeah, she's, um, she's gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, so Kelly was like, mmm. Oh, yeah, he was super into me. Okay. Yeah, but I, you but know. Did you notice I was going, him as a friend? or did I, you... I just thought, you know, I, I think I maybe sat near him. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I remember eventually, um, I used to wait for the bus. I was living with my, um, with a family who I had mm-hmm. nannied for. And I was waiting for the bus after class. It was a night class. And Kelly drove up in his pickup truck and was like, can I give you a ride home? And I was like, hell yeah. Because first of all, it was a pickup truck, and I love pickup trucks. I'm from Indiana. <laughs> like, my dream is a Ford F-150, and like that cherry red color, ooh, I can't wait. Someday. Um, he pulled up in his Ford Ranger uh, pickup truck and asked me if I wanted to ride home. And also at the time, Kelly was, um, he's about 6'1", 6'2". Right. But he was a lot thinner then um, because he mostly lived on Pop-Tarts. And the dream, right? And I, so I looked at him and I was like, oh, I could beat him up if it's a problem. <laughs> so I got in the car and he took me home and he was always really nice about it. He kept doing that. He kept being like, yeah, I'll just take you home after class. And I thought, oh, what a nice guy. <laughs> I, he has, Kelly has a slightly Kentuckian accent mm-hmm. and he's got blonde hair and blue eyes and he had on like a in the Midwest, I don't know about here, but in the Midwest, yeah. they love them a North Face, like a North Face, oh, like yeah. little yeah. like pull up thing. He had on one of those, yeah. and he drove a pickup truck. So I was like, "This is a guy who is looking for his personal Taylor Swift. He's oh. not looking for me. Like he thinks oh. of me as like a fun, cool person, which is fine." But he was literally saying, "Can you please get in my car?" He was literally like, "Please get in my car and drive away with me forever." Um, and then finally, what happened was he had a party. Um, at mm-hmm. his house at a, that he shared with a friend. They had a bonfire because mm-hmm. it's the Midwest and we love our bonfires. Um, There's and a whoop in the audience. I know y'all know about the bonfires in the Midwest. Of Gotta have a good bonfire in the fall. <laughs> it was October and he invited me to a party um, yeah. that a lot of our friends were going to be at. I did not know that before I got there, and I didn't know this actually until years later, that before I got there, he had told everybody at the party at some point, I'm going to say we should all go four-wheeling tomorrow and none of you can come. (laughs) And they were like, all right, fine, whatever. And then we're all standing around this bonfire and he's like, and I didn't know this. He goes, yeah, I was thinking, I got my four-wheeler here. We should go four-wheeling tomorrow. And I was like, yes! Like, I'm so excited to go four-wheeling. If you guys don't know what, do you guys know what four-wheeling is? The ATVs and Yeah, you put like like roller skates on your feet and on your hands and then you just move... Uh, correct (laughs) so we were going to do that (laughs) Um, but I was super I was like looking at everybody else like y'all don't want to go four wheeling and they were like no we want to go and I was like okay (laughs) and then the next day he came and picked me up we went four wheeling Um, long story short ended up kissing in the mud 
because that's what you <laughs> really on, are trying to do when you go four-wheeling. We were on the back of his bike. I mean, thing? I rode around on the back of his bike for a while, and then we got stuck in the mud, and we both had to, like, pull it out. And while we were trying to pull the four-wheeler out, we fell into the mud, and then he kissed me. <gasps> yeah, he's pretty smooth. He's a poet. They're always thinking about moments. They make moments. Beware those poets. They always get you to fall in love with their beautifully crafted moments. Now, I know we're only just getting started, but as gorgeous as all of this seemed, Ashley and Kelly's relationship was about to crash into the mud too, but not in a cute way. How did you break up with him? I broke up with him because also he was like a party boy mm. and he was he was kind, but it was very clear to me that he was somebody who was trying, like almost like trying to be a party boy, mm. like at that point in his life. You guys were only 20 then or something? Well, Kelly is about three, sometimes four years younger than me. Yeah, so he was just, he was young. <laughs> so I was 24 and he yeah. was like 20 turning. 21. Right. Um, but we were both pretty young. It's legal. It was super legal, <laughs> for the record. Um, no, but it was great. We had we had a lot of fun. We were having a lot of fun. But, you know, I was, I was never much of a party girl. Even in college. Mm. I think I tried to be a party girl for like a week. I was like, you know what? I think mm. I'm missing something about college. I'm going to do this party thing. Mm. And I did it for a week. And at the end of that week, I was like, you mean to tell me people do this? every day for a semester <laughs> or like multiple times a week Why did in you, a semester. Did you feel like it was just I was exhausted. overwhelming? And, I was exhausted. Mm. I spent all weekend after my party week, like I spent all, the whole next weekend just in bed watching Under the Tuscan Sun on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be soothed. I was over it. So then, okay, so you and Kelly are having fun and, yes. and he, like you said, he's kind, which I think is such an important quality it was so in important. a person. It was so It's why I was willing to do it, you mm. know, because I was not the kind of person who would get into a situation where I would be like, let's just see each other, but also like kind of be, di you know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of uh, ambiguity yeah. just never worked for me before. It's like either we are just fucking or yeah. we're together. Like those are the, there's nothing in the middle. And with Kelly, it was different. And it was because I enjoyed him so much. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times it's easy to put up those boundaries with people because it's like, you know, either I like you or I don't like you. And with Kelly, it was like, I like you so much. But I also can be honest enough with myself to see that now is not the right time for me or you. So he was leaving for New York to do this yes. internship. And what were your plans at that time? I had no plans. Mm -hmm. I was like... You know, I was on my way out of Muncie because I was at a point where everybody in Muncie, for the most part, knew who I was for some reason. And I didn't know why, because I didn't go out that much, mm -hmm. like hardly ever. And people would always be like, yeah, Ashley's like a social butterfly. And I'm like, that's a what, what are you talking that about? That one week that you that had. one week that I went out must have been epic. Like it was ridiculous. But then somebody said to me, this is when I decided to leave Muncie for mm -hmm. real, because I had been in college forever trying to like finish this degree. I changed my major a million times. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't have a great support system. But then somebody was like, you know, Ashley is so social and like her name is well known around here. She's like the Kim Kardashian of Muncie. And I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I was like, what does that mean? What is, I, don't, I 
don't even like what does that mean like I had no idea what that mm-hmm. meant and so Kelly was going to New York and mm-hmm. then I decided that I would move to Indianapolis which was just like an hour away mm-hmm. but felt like an entirely different world um, for somebody who has always lived in Indiana so he went to New York did you guys talk about what was happening or was it just like well the timing you know this is obviously not going to happen I think that was the whole conversation is the timing's bad this is not a thing that I think we should try to continue long distance he agreed and he was like but we can be friends right like you're not and I was like no of course we can be friends because it Mm. it had not gotten to a point where it was I think sometimes it can get to so to a point with somebody where it's like you, you can't go back to being friends, but we weren't at that point. So it was like, yeah, we can keep boning and then eventually just be friends. We decided. You're you're so romantic. I mean, that's that's how it worked out. Yeah. I mean, but you know, that's what happened. We went there, like he went to New York. We talked quite often. Like he Mm -hmm. probably called me once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew what was going on in his life. He knew what was going on in mine, but I made a strong switch in that moment to just friendship. He was my friend and that was it. And I did not dare hope for more or anything. Ashley was living her life. She moved, she was trying out being single for the first time in a really long time. She was working a number of crappy jobs. But after about two years apart, Kelly reappeared in her life. I was sitting at home literally sitting at home, I think reading or or something. And all of a sudden I got a phone call from him and he said, hey, and I said, hey. And he said, I'm in town, I'm in Indiana. I came home to visit my parents. Um, Can I come see you? And I was like, yeah, because it was like, I'm either going to just like hang out with my friend or he's going to try to have sex with me, which would also be dope because it's been a really long time. (laughs) Your thought process in in a space of seconds? In a space of seconds. That's where my mind went. I was like, either I'm going to have a good conversation or I'm going to have a good something else and it's going to be dope either way. So I was home and I wasn't really, you know, I was like, oh, he'll show up and it'll be fine or whatever. And then I hear this knock at the door. I go to the door and I open it and I go, hi. And he's smoking a cigarette because he smoked cigarettes back then. Cool. Such a cool, such a cool poet. Just his um, like little smoking his cigarette. Pickup truck with his all the cigarettes. Oh in my the god, so box. cute. Actually, at this point, he was in his mom's car, which was like a Toyota, which Even was cooler. not as cool. And I, I opened the door and I said hi, and he put out the cigarette and he walked up to me and he kissed me, and I was like. And then he just went, are you seeing anybody? And I said, no. And then he was like, then I, I want to talk. And I was like, okay. And then we spent the rest of that week talking about mm-hmm. whether or not it was a good idea to try and start something or to not mm-hmm. do, you know, like what was what were we going to do? Um, I took him to go see. I had an obsession at the time with my favorite tree. Um, there was a tree in my old neighborhood called the Kyle Oak, which was like 400 years mm-hmm. old, and I loved this tree, and I would go visit it all the it's time. older than America. Older than America, um, because I'm a witch, like a little bit yeah. in my heart, and I felt like a little bit of like power from that tree, and I loved visiting, and I loved that tree. Come and and he tree, told me he I? wanted it. I know, right? And that he wanted to come see it, actually. So yeah, that's not no, my fault. of course. He wanted to come see it, and I took him to see my tree, and we were just talking, and then he was just like, I think he was like, I'm in love with you. And I was like, well, that's 
not accurate because we're not even like together for real. And he was like, I know what love feels like. I'm in love with you and I've been in love with you for a really long time and I, I think I can do this now. I think I'm worthy of you now. And I was like, what? Like it was, he was just saying the weird, like to me, and the, the weirdest stuff. And the tree was like shaking stuff. her branches. And the tree was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> the tree was like, he loves you. <laughs> but I was not ready to, like I was not ready to say that. And I was not ready to have really mm. the feelings that I was starting to have. And But he was like, I want you to know these things because I want you to know them and because I want to be honest with you. But I don't expect anything from you. He was like, you do not have to be my girlfriend. You don't have to be interested. We don't have to date. Like he was mm. like, but I had to tell you these things. And I like I it just in order for me to like feel good about myself and be honest with myself, I had to share that with you. Um and I thank was you. like, all You're right. Like, th thank you. Thanks. I noted. Thanks. Noted. Um, no. But then he he went on a, and this is Indiana, he went on a hunting trip with his dad that was supposed to be like four days. He came back after two days because I texted him and was like, um, when you come back, I'd like to talk again. Like, I think I've figured some things out. So he came back after two days. <laughs> he cut the trip yeah. short with his dad. I'd say his dad was so thrilled. His dad was that. like, what the hell ever. <laughs> and he came over and we just talked and I yeah. was like, I, I will give this a shot. I will try, you know, and but I was like, but if I'm trying, you have to be trying. If I was going to go into it, I wanted to go into it with my eyes open and with his eyes open mm -hmm. about what I wanted for my life mm -hmm. and what I wanted from a relationship. And he basically said, you know, at that time, he was like, I don't know that I am all those things right now, but I really, really believe in my ability to be those things for you. There's a breakup and you think that's the end of something. Mm -hmm. But really, like, in that space, what it sounds like to me happened is that, like, he got himself ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. One of the things that Kelly and I have talked about, about, you know, those two years when we were not dating, was that, like, we both had our own work to yeah. do in a certain way. I had to figure out how to stick up for myself in relationships. Mm. Because before Kelly, my relationship was with a guy, um, a comedian... <laughs> No, Who? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Comedians and poets. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you know, like at yeah. least. But anyway, <laughs> um, I really had to work on sticking up for myself in relationships. Yeah. The relationship I'd had before that, I was really, really bad at sticking up for myself when he did or said things that were inappropriate, uncomfortable, right. or emotionally abusive. You know, my relationship before Kelly, I got broken up with in a poem that was emailed to me. <laughs> and we had, we had been off and on since I was like for two and a half years, almost three years. But at that point, I was so exhausted from the relationship that oh I was like, gosh. sure, sure, man, that's fine. Yeah. Um, the last line of the poem was, and you can go to hell, Ashley Ford. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's actually super funny like i i know can you imagine if gmail had those ready-made responses right and i could have been like gee thanks see you next time or something like that like it would have been got it thank you got it amazing. thank you um wow but you know i had been with somebody who said awful things to me i know you know yeah. somebody who told me that you know we would have great sex when i lost weight Wow. You know, like that's the kind of person I had been with before Kelly. Right. And I knew that before I tried to be serious and committed to anyone again, I had to know for certain 
that love, no matter what, no matter how in love I was, mm. that I would be more in love with myself and that I would always, always have my own back so that I didn't need that person necessarily to have my back in situations where they might not. You know, I, I just didn't want to find myself in another situation where somebody was saying something to me that wasn't just like a critique or like, you know, something that's like, oh, I want to help. It was something yeah. mean yeah. and hurtful. You know, it's interesting because Kelly has had such different experiences for me just in like growing up and all kinds of things that right. even now when I'm like, oh, oh, I, I was scared you were going to say this to me or I was scared you were going to feel like this. He's like, what the fuck? Are you, why? Why would I do that? Why would I say yeah, that? Like why would I feel that way about this situation? But for me, it's like, well, that's just how it was. Mm -hmm. And so I had to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And he had to figure out how to be a fucking grown up. <laughs> to be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he just had to figure out... He had a dog um, who he loved named Mick Jagger. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Just a beautiful pit lab mix, super chocolate, big brown eyes. I loved this dog. And he passed away last year. He oh. had cancer. But when he lived with Kelly in Seattle, he was Kelly's sole responsibility. And I think in caring for something else living, he just found something in himself mm. that was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of a caregiver and I am a person who, you know, like is a certain way. Like it, it kind of made him just stop trying to be cool. Oh my gosh. Which is why... You stumbled on the secret. I mean, get a dog. Get a dog. <laughs> get if a dog. If you're not sure about somebody, break up with them for two years, get them a dog, and then wait for them to come back and confess their undying love for you under yes. a tree. Yes, under the tree you picked. And in the meantime, learn to stick up for yourself in case they actually are trash and you need to be like, nah, be. Yes. This Ashley, is not mutual. Ashley, thank you so much. Thank Ashley, you for having me. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having that me. That was amazing. This was so much fun. So that's it, get a dog. That's three words of advice that I think more people should follow. But really, I'm so glad that Ashley and Kelly broke up. Those two years helped Ashley grow into the strong and amazing woman she is today. She learned to stick up for herself and make sure that she was getting what she wanted from a relationship. And those two years helped Kelly grow out of his party boy phase and taught him how to take care of a living being. What I learned is that sometimes the right person is the wrong person at first. Hmm, really makes you wonder. Maybe I should call up my ex and tell him that I've got a dog now and everything's better. Oh, maybe it's just better to let sleeping dogs lie. Like my actual dog is asleep and I think it would be rude to just use her as a prop to try and get him interested again. <laughs> my guest this week was Ashley C. Ford. You can find her on Twitter at ismashfizzle and for more about the show, head over to our website, hello-sunshine.com. We'd love to hear what you think. Use hashtag MyBestBreakup and tell us about your best breakup. Or join the conversation on Facebook. Just search MyBestBreakup. And make sure to subscribe and review, please, applepodcast.com slash breakup or wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is our last episode of My Best Breakup Season 1. I know, I know, I'm just as sad as you are. So 
I know that I'm going to be going back and binging this whole season again because I just love the sound of my own voice. What I do is I just fast forward the guests and I listen to me over and over again. La 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 la, top of the morning to you. So why don't you join me? Let's listen again. <laughs> my best breakup is a production of Hello Sunshine. It's executive produced by Amy S. Choi, Charlotte Coe, Rebecca Lair and Reese Witherspoon. Senior producer is Lindsay Cradwell and sound design is by Jocelyn Gonzalez and Samantha Gatzek. Music composed by Jeff Tang. Production support by Shelby Sandlin and Mary Phillips Sandy. Thanks so much to all of the team. You've been amazing, kids. If you're one of the people who, like me, who grew up reading that book and thinking, man, yeah. yo, why won't my mama give me some Turkish delight? Why is she tripping? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's all I want. Then, like, you finally get yeah. some Turkish delight because you have your own money or something, and you're like, wow. <laughs> you're like, I can't Basura believe I'm <laughs> It's trash. <laughs> <laughs>